0: Hey everybody, so this is Steven with Burkhart Creative Agency and we're trying something a little bit new today. We are doing like a, a faux live stream uh, Q&A session as kind of a way to be able to create awesome content for you, small, the, the small business owner, to be able to uh, get some benefit, uh, get some education, and just really learn how to improve your content creation game while you're in quarantine and of course long after. So I'm here with Sam and Rylin. Uh, the other two awesome members of the team Hello. who will be uh, answering different questions that uh, small business owners have had in regards to promotion and video content. And so we're excited to bring that to you today. Um, so I would like to have everyone just kind of introduce themselves. Um, I'll go ahead and start since I'm already talking. Uh, I'm Steven, I'm basically the founder and I do a lot of the creative direction and editing and, and whatnot of the brand Uh, Basically, kind of point us in the right direction and so I brought in Sam and Ryland just because they're super awesome They bring a lot to the table and I'd love for uh, Sam to introduce himself next. Sweet, so my name is Sam and I'm a videographer. Uh, I've been
1: working with Steven and Ryland for, you know, a couple months and it's been such a great experience, so,
2: yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Ryland. I've been working with Steven for a while now and I mainly do video editing.
0: So they're, they're very humble. So Sam sh- like shoots a lot of video for us uh, and actually shoots most of the video that you've seen as far as the vlog content and the Digital Hustle Show. And Ryland has really taken over the Digital Hustle Show as like a producer, uh, and has really kind of owned it from beginning to end outside of actually making the contact with the clients. And so really excited to have them on board. They like literally give me hope that I will not be crushed with an endless amount of uh, post-production work to do and uh, make everything we do like even that much cooler. Um, So I am actually going to uh, kick things off with Sam. And so Sam, could you tell us, um, just kind of a nutshell, just give me a couple pointers on um, the best way for businesses to promote online, both kind of in the context of the fact that we're in quarantine right now, and also just in general. Mm. So yeah, what I've seen about this question specifically is the
1: way that people continually grow with their businesses is I believe in the 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 two C's. It's consistency and uh, content. So with that in mind, I believe that is if you are posting uh, consistently on Facebook, Instagram, kind of anything that is regarding your business, um, consistently, you are going to grow a following. And I also believe that if that content is is suitable as, as best as you can get it to be, then it's going to continually grow as well. Um, so regarding that, I've seen a lot of posts, um, you know, from like Brian from Helton brewery, like he's constantly posting, um, literally daily. And I can see his, his grow, his, his likes and his followers growing daily. And just because he's consistently putting out content, So that's why I think the C, the two C's are super important,
0: consistency and content. So when you're talking about like people posting consistently, you're not, you're not talking about just like, Oh, like on a schedule, you're also talking about like daily, like they're coming up with content daily that they're sharing with their audience. Mm -hmm. Right. Totally. Yeah.
1: I've, I just like have seen people start from the bottom. You know, like two years ago, and they had no viewers or no no followers, no likes on anything. And then two years later, after after consistent um, posting of for their business, for um, for you know promoting themselves, it's been like exponential for for their um, for their to to gain followers, to gain you know people, and I think it just gained so much traction. Um and people, I think people really flock to people that are very consistent on um in their posting and um, and they have great content because like we all want to watch great content, you know so
0: well, and the one thing that actually I that just popped in my mind that you've kind of preached on a number of number of times and we've talked about like our especially our Instagram presence and when we're like thinking about like how our grid looks and stuff like that. You've made comments before about how, um, Instagram is such a visual medium, and you know we post a lot of video content often, but sometimes that ends up not looking super pretty on the the Instagram grid, which is presentations everything. Um, so, talk a little bit about like mm-hmm. what your view is at least on, especially since Facebook, Instagram are such visual mediums. Your take on like creating the kind of content that's going to get that kind of engagement?
1: Um, that's a great question, and. I really, I really like that that you said that. Um, I, I, I. You don't see a lot of videos on my Instagram feed because of the fact I really like to, for it to look really visual and just be really nice. Um, I think it's important to to really think about what you're posting um, as a viewer, and that kind of goes on the lines of content, not consistency. So. Like when you're when you're trying to get like basically if you're gonna take a photo, do it the best of your ability. I mean, even if you have an iPhone, be be creative with it. You know, if you're trying to um, brand a product or something, get creative with it. You know, like use your um, what's it called. Um, the portrait mode. Use your portrait mode. Get, get up close to your product and have yourself blurry in the background. make Kind of you know get creative with it. And um, if you're posting stuff like that, you're you know you're you're gonna get constant uh, followers, constant people that are looking at your stuff. And I think people are very attracted to that, especially because Instagram itself is such a visual
0: platform, like like uh, Steven had mentioned. So, yeah, you got to stop the scroll. Yeah. They're, they're, they're flying through their feet and, and you got to yeah. put something that's going to actually stop them. And uh, I yeah. think that... They're like, um, whoa!
1: Yeah.
0: Double tap. Well, right? I, I, <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, well, so I, I think that a lot of times business owners kind of get caught up in this mentality that like people care more about their posts than they do. And so I think that's a great point to consider when you're making content. Is that like you have to look at your audience being as selfish as you are when you're scrolling. Like if you're scrolling super fast and you're like waiting for that like one thing to like catch your view, like a incredible picture of the ocean or like someone backpacking and like the Himalayas or something like that. That's like the things that like stop the scroll and people double tap on. Not that you have to go to the Himalayas to get uh, followers and likes, but. I think the reality is is right. sometimes business owners think their stuff is just like everything they put out there is like everyone just you know dying to get a hold of their content but the, the reality is is you have to look at like what you put out there as selfishly as you consume content which is is this really look that cool does this really grab people's attention because at the end of the day like they like you have to make them want to care I guess to engage in you. Mhm.
1: I agree with that yeah I know I know for myself I'm scrolling through Instagram like I'm like this is not interesting oh and then there's something that captures my eye it's a lot of times it's an ad like those ads are are so like they know exactly what they're doing they're trying to like get your attention so um I stop for ads all the time just because like it's always something that I'm interested in whether it's like uh camera gear whether it's you know like workout stuff, whether it's, you know, like, I don't know, something like glasses, something, sunglasses, something like that. It always captures my attention. And, um, yeah, I think that's really important to try to capture those audience attention. And, um, I think it's, it's interesting cause we talked about Steven and I, we talked about like the Instagram alg- algorithm and how it's like hard to, it's hard to get people to, to view your posts, you know, um, um, and I think that's, that helps when you're being consistent because eventually you will get viewed by, by your followers or people like that. So if you're wanting, Rylan, if you're wanting to start editing, like mm-hmm. what's a good place to start?
2: Well, personally, I started on iMovie just because it was super easy. It was on my phone. I could literally do it wherever. And it was, there's so many YouTube tutorials on how to do it, like where to start and all these different things. And then I think that just taking those tiny baby steps and self-teaching, self-learning, using those YouTube tutorials, you know, using those uh, resources out there just to, you know, better yourself at like the skill, I definitely started on that. And I think that making that bigger jump to Adobe was definitely a little stressful, but once you dive in and take that plunge, you definitely get more traction, you start rolling, and then you start learning more stuff within, that area, and then just, yeah, taking that little plunge in there.
0: So, Aileen, what kind of content were you editing with iMovie when you first started?
2: Um, When I first started, I was actually making my own little blog back in, like, the eighth grade. I would just make these little adventure blogs of my days or, like, what I was doing, and they were really simple. I just uploaded them to YouTube by my phone, like, just really simple stuff, and that eventually turned into, you know, business stuff where now I can use those skills for Steven and editing and stuff.
0: It sounds like iMovie, it would be a great starting point for a lot of small business owners because Mm -hmm. of the fact that it is so simple and you can literally post exactly to where you're wanting the video to end up at, such as YouTube. Exactly. But what kind of things, so you said you use YouTube to kind of like educate yourself on Adobe. What kind of things did you end up finding out? really opened up for you in Premiere? Like, was there things that you, like, couldn't do in iMovie that now you could, or things that maybe were actually easier to do in Premiere than iMovie?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I think that definitely with audio, if you have um, better audio, I guess. I'm not really sure how to say that, but, you know, if your audio is coming straight from your microphone, it's a lot better if you do do that in Adobe because they have that, synchronizing app that you can use. So you just like highlight them and press synchronize and it'll synchronize your video to your audio. And iMovie doesn't have that. You have to do that by yourself. And iMovie also, um, it doesn't allow you to move the audio. So the audio has to start at the beginning as your your video and has to end at the end of your video. So you can't like move it around or anything like that, which I found was really challenging on iMovie and a lot easier in Adobe. So Steven, what would you say is the number one reason most biz- small businesses fail?
0: Uh, so we did a little bit of research on this uh, when we were looking through great questions that small business owners are asking. And unfortunately, there wasn't any real one thing, uh, but there was definitely a couple of like big ones. And so one of the ones that seemed to come up pretty often was that uh, small business owners didn't understand and and hadn't mentally emotionally prepared themselves for the amount of work that a business would take to start and so since they were walking into it thinking it'd be easier than it was they they really end up getting like crushed by the volume of information there is to take in Uh, I remember when I first started uh, with photography actually building up that business this I, I remember I was fixing HTML on a WordPress website and sitting there thinking why on god's green earth am i doing this right now like Mm -hmm. i if i had known when i first picked up a camera and wanted to make money with it that i would be like re-juggling around a a terrible looking website and writing my own html code i probably wouldn't have done it um but unfortunately you know thankfully i wanted it bad enough that i uh, pressed through but people really do underestimate how much work it is to have a business and i think when you walk into it not realizing that you get overwhelmed really quickly uh, as opposed to be being prepared for it to be really intense. Um, the other things that when we did some research, we just found out that a lot of times people were uh, ill prepared, skill set wise, or they were ill prepared with the kind of people they chose to work with them as like founders. And so uh, one of the stories I heard was that someone had gotten hired to help a lady run a business. He had business experience, and uh, she ended up hiring like her brother to help out. And unfortunately her brother was in no position to be helping out and eventually brought down the business. So her brother, while it was maybe a, a, an easy choice, was actually a very poor choice for the business. And at that point really was what ended the business success overall was, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to pick someone that you liked or were friends with rather than who was a right fit for the job. But like the two main things that we really discovered when finding out why business failed was the wrong people, and the wrong expectations.
2: Do you have any tips maybe for people in setting those expectations for their business?
0: Uh, So uh, everyone's probably seen like the pie charts that they show online. Uh, I've seen them a lot as a photographer where they talk about like how much percentage of your time is actually spent shooting and then how much is Mm -hmm. actually spent like editing or doing admin work. Those are, every photographer sees those pie charts and laughs because they know that like, oh yeah, like I actually spend like 5% of my time actually shooting. So I think uh, being able to sit down and talk with some business owners, uh, or maybe being able to find like some interviews online where small business owners get interviewed would be a great way to start because then at least they can give you like an unromantic, uh, perfectly practical view on like, how they actually spend their time, the skill sets they actually had to use and the uh, challenges they really had. And a lot of times it really isn't the skill set that they're being hired for. It's all the other things that happen behind the scenes. So I would definitely get some sort of mentorship relationship, even if it's not consistent, to at least kick it off. So that way you're not surprised by all the other work you have to do to get your business off the ground. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think that's interesting too. Like, oh man, like, starting starting a business you know a lot of people have ideas you know to start a business and and they want to you know go ahead and and go for it but i i think a lot of people don't realize the the challenge that goes on with having a business it's not easy and but if you are determined and you're um you're disciplined you will you will achieve your
0: goals Thank you guys so much for watching. Hopefully this has been helpful as just a quick uh, Q&A session to be able to help answer some of the questions that so many people like you guys are asking. Hopefully this helps you guys out and you guys have a wonderful, amazing Monday.
1: Thank you.